Do testicles have taste buds? Homemade cannolis? And beauty pageants. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. And as we say that, Butters enters the room. (laughs) It's always about Butter, which is why the dog's name is Butters. He's not doing so great right now. It's, I just, we have long time been very snooty patootie. Yes, we were very snooty patootie dog owners. We had Vichlas for a long time. We thought about being Vichla breeders. We were up in it. And then when the last and oldest of our Vichla clan passed, the kids were like, one kid in particular was like, I'm not doing that again. I'm not doing that again. We're getting boop and picked any kind of new breed. So we got this yellow lab. And he comes from a breeder, but he, I gotta be honest, he came from a breeder that was 20 minutes away. And that was my criteria. So it wasn't like, <laughs> I didn't do like the, we're driving four hours and we're interviewing several breeders. I didn't do all that. And the price was like, okay. I mean, it was kind of like, there's a lab and a rescue. I mean, it's not, he's got papers and everything, but we've had more health problems with this butters. He, now he has what looks like double ear infections cooking right now. He's torn his ACL at least once. And we were hoping like, well, it'll be okay. He'll just... It'll heal. He'll be all right. It's only a partial tear. Then he has like hip dysplasia. Now his eye is getting all kind of like some drip, drip, drip. Oh, my like, God. I'm like, yeah. And he, he wanders in here and he's like, hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. His tail's <laughs> wagging. that's the lab. And he's like, that's what I'm going to lay down. Does. It's podcast time, mama. I'm going to lay down while you podcast. And then I will make lots of noise. So it's like, what the fuck, dude? Baby. I know. I know. And I, I've, you know, all right, enough about the dog. But it's like, really? Can you not? Amy sent me a text that said, are you DTP? And I looked at it. I'm like, oh, my God, down to podcast. Oh, my God, I love that. (laughs) She's so pointing. Yes, Amy, I am always down to podcast. Super DTP, baby. When cultivating material for this show, I was inspired by something I heard on the Howard Stern show And it was a comment about how physicians are coming out with a special warning to men to please stop using banana peels as a masturbatory... um, I'm sorry. Really? (laughs) Yeah. And Howard's like, well, why? And everybody else is like, what do you mean, why? Well, first of all, they use it because it feels good. And you take the banana out and you use the inside and... No. But be- uh-uh. between infections and and just oh my god, food. Uh, uh, stop stop. And then I kind of went down that No, no, no. We have we there's going to be a little bit of discussion about this. A banana? At least I could get my head around. Aren't you supposed to hollow out a pineapple or something? Like there's a couple of there's a couple of different fruit-based um apple pie. You, I saw apple you, pie. Yeah, but I there was one in in some movie where you put like, it makes like a cock ring. And I don't remember if it was a pineapple. I didn't, it was something where I was like, really? But it certainly wasn't a banana. And not even the pee, like the peel. Friends, when you have a banana peel, the last thing you want to do is handle it. It's just get it's this, disgusting. get this fucking thing away from me. It's split into pieces. I don't know what kind of ladies you're participating with, but generally you've got some <laughs> shit that's intact. I mean, it's not even a good, it's not even a good vessel. And then it's like got that smear. It's not a vessel. No. Right, you said it. 
It's unless you're doing like cock on croot and you're like wrapping the peel around your Give hard stop. rod. Stop. Oh, and you said it. The last thing you want to do is touch it. When you get yes. a banana out of its peel and you take those little Ugh. tiny hair-like things off of there, you are disgusted by them. Baby. Why is that something you want to stick your genitals in? corn hairs. Like, what are you, now are you going to be Nebraska corn husking it? Really? It's gross. These are not the foods to fuck. Surely there's better foods to fuck than this. Friends, what's that movie? Tell us what, what they put on there, peeps. Tell us. These... You know that's the name of this episode. These are not the foods to fuck. <laughs> Let me write that down. These are not the foods to fuck. S- these seriously. These are not the foods uh, you're fucking for. <laughs> yes, these are not the droids, right? <laughs> what is the obsession with sticking your dick in anything? I mean, he he went on they went on to talk about like fleshlight mishaps and how a guy had his had his junk stuck in it for like three days and then went to get seek help. All right. First of all, it would take me 30 seconds of not wanting something in me or on me to freak out. Days passed and you couldn't get yourself out of something. This is not a woman problem. This is absolutely the XY. Something is fucked up. Men, what are you doing? Wouldn't that help me first? What is a flashlight? Is that like a, a fuckum flashlight? Is that like a hollow flashlight that like, how does it work? I don't listen to Howard Stern enough to know. I know that it's a porno dude aid, but I don't know what. Yeah, it's what you put yourself in to simulate, I believe, uh, I want to say oral over pen, over other penetration. I, I want to say- It's supposed to feel I, like a mouth is what you don't, for I, some I reason, want to say I, when we're talking dear about- Dear listener, I wish this was a Facebook Live so you could write in and tell oh, me as oh, I don't have experience with I am so with glad this. that this is not a Facebook fucking Live. Wow. Think about that for a minute. And here we have the device. I just don't even know what it is. A flashlight. Sounds like flashlight. So is it, does it light up? Why is it light? Or is it L-I-T-E? Like for tiny penises. All right, why egos. don't you search that for no, a second? No, but this you have to where... tell me. I know. But so is it even important what it's trying to simulate? I get that it's like, no, I almost stick my you're... dick in it. Like that's your It's that your there. body is stuck in it. That's the whole point that your body is stuck in it. Oh, it's like a little mini it. vacuum. So it's more like the Floby without the blades. I'm going to say yes. Gentlemen, I'm so it, sorry I... for that reference. The poor little penis. I felt every man in the audience go, <gasps> when they pictured their dick getting sucked up into something and then there's a knife at the end. Ooh, mm-mm. The Floby is a haircutter gang. So I got I got caught up in this whole 14 people share their sex toy horror stories that'll make you laugh your ass off. And I mean, <laughs> I, I read I read all of them. Not going to lie. I read all of them. But I mean, is that the new none exercise of them are... technique? Do you laugh your ass off? And did it work? Do I have to read? Um, Tell me a good no. one. Tell me a good one. Flashlight. So he got stuck in a flashlight and he was too mortified to go and have the <laughs> removed from the boom. Here, here's one. I had a flashlight in college. I bought into the hype in my sex-crazed fervor, and I bought one. I didn't think about cleanup. So after washing it out, I let it dry in my bathroom. My roommate was at class for another few hours. I'd, I'd grab it and put it away before he got home, but I didn't remember. My roommate walked into the bathroom to see my dissected flashlight on the bathroom counter, and he never let me live it down. About a month later, he left his 
sharing on on in iTunes. He left his sharing on. And I went through his music with his permission and found his audio porn stuff oh. he would listen to. We agreed not to mention either one's mistakes to anyone else, except for this wildly open platform that they chose to write into. Well, I don't buy it. And here's the first reason. Gang, I know you're with me. If you're using the fleshlight, you're not so fucking hygienic that you're scrubbing out and then letting air dry your fucking fleshlight. If you're using a fleshlight, chances are you're sitting in a parked car outside of a movie theater somewhere and this thing is stored reusable in your glove box. So this is not, this doesn't sound like some elevated, it's far too uh, thoughtful. (laughs) Even the whole discussion with his consent, I went through his phone records to listen to what he's listening to. And there I found, dare I say, audio porn. You're gross. You're dumb and gross. You're in college. And the best thing you can get to get laid is a plastic flashlight. Stop it. Or audio porn. Walk down the street. There's got to be some person who is, you know, DTP, just walking up and down the hallway. Somebody there is down to podcast. Isn't that the point of college? And audio porn sounds like it's something for women and not for men. Well, I got to tell because, you. Go, go, go. Tell me, tell me. Because women need to mentally get there and men need <laughs> the wind to blow or a banana peel or or just the most ridiculous, nonsensical, non-deep, pardon it, um, things. Hey, 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 hey. Women. Hey, hey, hey. It seems like audio porn would really appeal to women who could be in their head and think, oh, let me picture that. And that's the way. Yes, yes, yes. And men would be like, is that a northeasterly wind? Because I'm ready. So I don't buy it either. I got to tell you, I'm me and porn, we just we, we live in different neighborhoods. I just don't know about it. I don't. And what I do know about it, I think it's not for me. I'm, I, I could be convinced, but I have no desire to be convinced. Having said all that. Doing some research for this show. We used to focus on, we used, seriously, we used to focus on a segment called Bad Advice and trying to figure out a little bit more about that. I sought out, I cheated on you. I sought out, I sought out other podcasts. <gasps> and I listened, you. I listened to other podcasts and I thought, well, if they could do it. So I went and listened to an advice show and it was riveting and I enjoyed it. And they had, as their sponsoring advertiser, audio porn for women, and it's it has I, to be for women. I forget That's what it, I forget theory. what it's called, but that was their exclusive. I listened to three or four different shows, and it was always the same sponsor. And it was it was really funny because it was multiple people talking about the audio porn all in the same way. Like it's okay, and it's not porn. It's erotica, and it's just for ladies. And sometimes you just need something in your ear, not your boo. And I was like, oh, okay. Anyway, the podcast was Dear Prudence, and I'm sure their sponsor is still there. If you're looking for the porn, check it out. And it's called something like, you know, you know, I don't even know what. Look around. I can't think. Everything in this room looks pornographic to me. I looked over, and there's like pencil. I'm like, I can't think of a, you know, it looks like trees. Even that sounds pornographic. I don't know. It looks like computer keyboard. It's a name that doesn't so, sound porny. So as a sponsor, yes. you you are charging money for this service. I don't know how any service um, gets makes any money in, in the porn industry anymore because it's all free. Hmm. I wonder. It's free. Oh, 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 free. oh, oh, oh. Well, I, I don't know anything about this particular 
auto porner. Well, listen, I really do. I, I would love to tell you all about auto-porner. it. Auto porner. Auto porner. So the auto audio porner is more than likely if they're not charging for their content, which you're right, they probably aren't. I still don't get how how it went from. It was so expensive to buy and make all this stuff because it was so horrible. And now it's like free, food, food, free. foods, cocks, 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 anything you want. Bing, 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 bong, 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 everywhere you go. I mean, you, you don't even have to You sit on a bus and you're like, cover that up. So these audio porners, if they are giving away their content for free, sorry, writers, but you aren't writing porn, then I would think what they're making money on is the audience. So they are going to be oh, serving you. They're going to be serving site. you ads. So really, all they're doing is generating the widest possible listening hole into which they're oh. pouring their advertisers. So I mean, that's that's the model that I would presume. But you know, and I know a lot about it because we make so much money on this show. <laughs> I like the I like the phrase "listening hole." Hey, don't laugh at the thought of the fact that we could make money on this. We're not show. in it for the money. We're not porn. We're not, but it wouldn't suck. <laughs> then it'd be very bad porn. Unlike the fleshlight, it wouldn't <laughs> suck. Uh, I don't really know if it does suck. I'm not really that familiar, familiar with it. But my point was... I thought you might know because of Howard. And I know that Howard's great and you listen to Howard and everything's great. And my husband listens to Howard all the time and he's Howard, Howard, Howard. Oh, Leslie Jones' interview is best ever. She's the funniest human ever. You have to listen to it. She Stop is the funniest human. It's very sweet and he saves it and I have to stop what I'm fucking doing and it's great. It's really great. Thank you for involving me in your life. Just could we maybe have something that's not Howard Stern? Yeah, sports in your house. It's either Howard or sports. Um, no, I actually listen. Go, go, go. Tell me. No, I was going to say I, I saw her Netflix special. I saw Fortune Feimster's Netflix special to very different women. <laughs> um, and what else was I watching? Oh, I started Banshee. I don't know any of them. No, I don't even know what that is. What is that? Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me now. It's kind of porn. Well, it's a Skinamax series. (laughs) It had four seasons on Cinemax. Right (laughs) now it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, my Lord. And I finished. So it's got sex scenes. It's got ridiculous violence. It's got everything you could want. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> is. It, it is it does. like um, I, I like it. Quentin Tarantino, or is it like Outlander? It's more Outland. It's more porny than Outlander. How Outlander is that has, possible? Outlander because there's a lot porn. more of it. Outlander is porn. And here's what I love about it: all the use, <laughs> full, full. Other than everything I've already said, what I like about it is the women who are in it are small boobed. Are you out of your mind? That's what you have to say? Yeah, because it means I stand a chance. <laughs> it means I stand a chance. Who would even yeah. notice such a thing? I can't How think could of you any. not notice? I, who it's... would notice? Well, I, I guess there's lots of answers to that question. Of course, there are models, which annoys me. They're gorgeous. But yeah, it's sex all the time. I, I would say sex per episode, two or three times. Different. Wow. Okay. Different. What's the name of people. this? What's the name of this? Porny porn porn? <laughs> Banshee. Banshee. It's named after a town in Pennsylvania. A fictitious of course it is. town this, in wait, Pennsylvania. Is this your neighborhood? What's the name of your neighborhood? Banshee Heights. This is not my neighborhood. Yeah, this is so far from my neighborhood. That's what you thought. But you should you should look into it. It's very violent. And there are times where I'll like skip ten seconds, skip ten seconds just to get past like a and then there are times where I'll slow it down a little because, you know. <laughs> Just kidding. Why kid? Porn's great. I'm just, it's not. I do the other kind of porn. I do like Victorian porn. 
where nothing ever happens and you spend four hours being really frustrated. And then I turn that off and I go like, wow, I go wild in real life. That's, I'm serious. Is that's Eric, works for is me. Eric Bana in your Victorian porn? No, that's but the only that kind will, of porn that checks the box for me. Ring the bell. <laughs> Bing. That's no problem there. Good evening. Mr. Okay. Bana. Yes. Hello. Have you, have you been living in the woods as a Tarzanian person? Bring it. Are you a crazy person living in the woods, teaching your daughter to hunt and kill things? Fantastic. Are you a crazy person living in the woods because you've turned into the Hulk? I guess I have a lot of Eric Bana references. That's all yeah. off the top of my fucking head. Okay. I like Eric Bana. You have to recheck my DVR. He's delicious. So after hearing all of these things about how men got stuck in this and they had to have a friend and it <laughs> took four days to, or if, if erection persists over four, four hours, one of the stories was... I had a tiny vibrator and I put it, my girlfriend, it was on and she was climaxing and I, I got lost in there. I couldn't get it out while going in to get it. I, she wouldn't help me because she was having a good she time. Was, she was, I believe his phrase was coming so hard. I couldn't even get it. But in all my fiddling, I finally turned it off. So it was still and in her and I couldn't get it out. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, so, so all these stories are just guys. You don't have to stay. This is a man doing this to a woman. Like they're all, you know what? Stories of the ER. We should get one of those too, of what I found inside my patient. One of those TV shows. So I still can't believe that shit is real. Um, And I know that it is from two emergency room, actually three emergency room professionals who, you know, you walk into the room and the person's standing when they've been in there for 30 minutes and there's chairs everywhere. It's like, I know what we're dealing with. (laughs) Because ain't nobody standing for 30 minutes when there's a chair unless you got something up in you. (laughs) That's a few silly Jerry moments where you have to get that out. Um, So so this is this. I put my dick in this. I put my dick in that. I put my dick in this. And then I come across my testicles have taste buds. (laughs) What? No. Okay. Okay. What are you talking about? So there's a whole TikTok sensation where all of these people (laughs) – are putting their sack in different things to see if they could taste from their sack what they have dipped their their parts into. Yes, I just ended a sentence with into, and I apologize. So anyway. When it starts with sack, I think from a grammatical It, it could end it with anything. You're, covered. Yeah. You're on your own. Okay. <laughs> You're heading for the end no matter where you begin. All right. <laughs> Ugh. So, okay, okay, so, I'm sorry. I, I really, I, the whole thing was so stunning to me. I just, I want to make sure that I have the rules of the game covered. So, <laughs> you it. take your naked nuts and you, yes. dunk, you dunk them somewhat yes. ceremoniously into various flavored objects. Then you yourself contort so that you can get a little lick and figure out if no. you're transferring the, oh, this is, no. a, this is a two-person game. No, you are just putting your sack in and you are claiming, if you're lying, you are claiming oh, that you can taste. So this is, and the, go, go, go. The big item they're using is soy sauce <laughs> because it's super salty. So here's, here's how I envision this. Okay. Go ahead. So you've seen nine and a half weeks. For you young kids, this was what we used to have as sort of porn. So yes. there is a scene where the two folks are sitting in front of the refrigerator and the man blindfolds the woman and, and feeds her items, right, to get her all juiced up and then they go off and have a horrible relationship. So the idea here... <laughs> exactly. So the idea here is that you are similarly going to be sensorially deprived. You're going to cover your eyes, your nose, yep. your whatever, and you're going to dunk your goods into that bowl of whip nip and then all of a sudden you're going to be saying, I taste chocolate. 
Yeah, is that it? That is it. <laughs> and I, there's got to be a video component because there's no reason to do this unless TikTok. the whole point is to show your cock and balls. I guess it's the balls part to everybody else. So TikTok is the video app where you make those. You know, we do Marco Polo, like we're getting paid for it. They have the kid, the, them kids, them kids are using that their TikTok as a dick talk. Yep. Yes. So that's where they are dipping. And they're all claiming, I can taste soy sauce. I can taste, I can taste. Right. I can taste failure. I can taste getting fired from my job. This is not a good, would you believe? Right. Despite your TikTok prowess. I mean, I I culturally understand what it is. I haven't downloaded it. I haven't been on it. I know that you're like a creator. You got this, you got the tick and the talk and the hibbity, the hibbity, whoop, whoop. I know you have it all. I'm not. I don't create on TikTok. I only have the app on my phone because my daughter is on TikTok and I'd like to know what the fuck she's doing. Especially if there's nut dippers. So how is this? Okay, keep going. So Stuart's at Costco right now and he just sent me a a text. Do you want this? Remember from our last episode? Collagen proteins, peptides. Do you want me to get the tin of... Is it in a blue? I. You know what? I was actually going to post it. Yes, the big one in blue thing. It's $22. Get it. Say yes. Say yes. Say yes. Say yes to the dress. A flashlight. No, I'm teasing. (laughs) (laughs) If I were a man, I'd put it in everything. (laughs) I stuck my dick in it. No, I I get it. And you're just going to, you could stir it into anything. You're going to be fine. Get it. Get it. We'll deal with that off air. Get it. I'll talk you through it. So you'll talk me through it. Um, (laughs) Okay. So she is on TikTok and I want to know what she does. So basically, here's, here's what happened. There's a physician who said there are taste receptacles, not taste buds. And people heard taste buds and started sticking their sack in everything. And it is not at all a taste bud. You cannot, and people, you know, I guess, I guess, you know, once people think they can do something or if they smell it, you know, covering your other senses, Hey, Gordon Ramsay, it's a grapefruit. Yeah, no, I don't know. This just is so stupid. My favorite part is there's a doctor behind all this madness. It's like, Dr. Oz, what's next? Can your can your penis really detect flavors? Wong. Next on Dr. Oz. In the article, researchers show that thanks to two protein receptors called T1R and T2R, certain tastes, namely sour, bitter, and umami, that savory flavor in soy sauce, can be recognized in cells throughout your body. These specialized taste recept- receptors, I accentuate, have been discovered in the respiratory system, the bladder, the pancreas, the brain, and yes, the testes too. The study said that it's crucial for fertility. It's, it's your body's survival thing. It is not taste buds. And a whole generation of jackasses have then <laughs> proceeded to stick their nutsack in assorted items, which, yay, again, Survival of the fittest. Go ahead. Have that Tide Pod. Do whatever you have to do. Oh, your sack is now absorbed this and you can't make kids? I'm all right with that because you were dumb enough to do it in the first place. They're not taste buds. Taste buds are uh, right here in your mouth. It's a totally different animal, but definitely keep sticking your dick and balls and shit. You just confirmed what I know to be true. Men. They're not men that are doing this. They're just male. Boys. <laughs> <laughs>
They are not men that are doing this. That is a, a really important differentiation. It is It is not a, a man who does this. No, not a man and it's, I want to know. Mm-mm. It's truly disturbing. I mean, and there's no, truly cor- there's no corollary. There's not the TikTok stream of women, and now we're going to get the write-ins from everybody. That means you, Mr. Buchanan, where, where you, there's not a corollary. The mammary files where there's ladies <laughs> dipping their breasticles in a big old double jug full of, you know, kikaman. No, it's I not. Heard, <laughs> I heard if you dip your nip, you get a special treat. No, you're attractive to the Asian population. I mean, the whole thing is just so stupid in so Should many ways. Should we start ways. that? No. Do you want to start that, no. the dip your nip? No, only for small boobed women. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that's, that's a plus. That's a yes. I'm trying to be inclusive. You like the tiny nip porn? I was trying to. No, I like that I can be included oh. in something. Not that I like seeing that over large breasted women. It's right. the, oh, look, they could include me in things too. <laughs> this, whole, this whole thing. Why are we? Why? Okay, go. Do you know what I don't think men would slip it in? Or they might. A cannoli. Oh, I didn't mean that to sound so perverted, but I did actually just make a whole bunch of cannolis <laughs> this morning. This morning? Yeah, I'm still making them. It's a big day. So um, the it's the big Super Bowl day. And fortunately, we've had multiple offers to go to parties. And this year, instead of going to the one we traditionally go to, we're going over to our friend's house. It's like a kid family thing. And they're idea was we've got all the food we've got all the drink we don't need anything if you must if if you're like amy and you're going to show up with something anyway let's make yes. it let's make it fun because we know we can't stop you so we will not get any desserts okay number 1 we just won't get any because we don't need any and of all the people coming if you want to make it fun and you want to do something why don't you pick your favorite NFL city or team and do something on that theme and so, of course, we're Philadelphia people, so we went to Philadelphia. And, of course, that means Termini Brothers cannolis. What the hell? From Reading Terminal Market. And everybody's like, what? Delish. How is that a Philadelphia thing? No, it is. There's this, it's just. We also went to one in Boston, like Mike's or something, that it was just cannoli city. Yeah, and they do, and they do the big lobster thing where they do like a, they do, it's basically a shvolyadel dough, but then they form it into the shape of a lobster because you're in Boston. I, we can hear the drool dripping from your face. It's so cute to watch. Oh, she's, she's, gone and, she's gone into kind of a sugar coma. And then the inside Ugh. of that is filled with like that white fluffy cream, not the, not the Boston cream, which is more of a custard. The lobster ones are stuffed with like whipped cream that's somehow sweeter and lighter than whipped cream. And then there's the, of all the, I think it is Mike's. Oh my God, it's such a joy. Mm-hmm. And I've been there with you a couple of times um, <laughs> where we just walk in and our jaws hit the floor. Like, all right, kids, focus. Here's the menu. It's all over the walls. And then and, Amy I mean, and Brian walk up to the side area because we somehow always can find the best and shortest line in the bakery. And we say, we'll take case number one. <laughs> and then they, you know, boop, boop, boop. They back up the back pallet. up the truck. Yeah, <laughs> they back up the Brinks flows. truck. <laughs> I love to overbuy at a bakery. It's my favorite thing. Well, then you can try everything because the worst thing you could do at a bakery is get the wrong thing and then mm-hmm. see somebody else eating the right thing, and then you want to knife yourself in the eyes because we were there with families and we we're on to the right. next thing. Right, we we're already on the freedom trail with all of that white confectioner powder on our faces and. And if we had gotten the wrong thing, it would have been awful. So to get all of it, you can't risk getting the wrong thing. It's the truth. And I would not knife myself. I have I have too much self-respect. I would kill the other person and then steal their dessert. 
That is a much better plan. <clears throat> so your, your cannolis, do they have chocolate chip filling? For you, they do because I know you're a texture gal. So I am. let me just say, cannolis are not our bag, baby. I don't know. In our Italian family, we do cookies at Christmas. Cookies. I think you've heard, yeah. right? And that's, that's kind of, and we do pies at Easter and that's kind of it from the dessert trade. Everything else as Italians think we're similar to other Italian families. You fucking go to a bakery. You buy that shit. That's what you buy. You cook. You don't buy meatballs. You don't buy gravy. You buy bakery, right? Because you're not going to make that stupid shit all the time. So cannolis in our household are typically a purchased item. But I thought, well, a couple of years ago, uh, PD wanted to do something special. He wanted homemade cannolis. We learned it. We did it. Baba did the whole thing. And they're great. So I've made them again. And as proof. Oh, my God. It's perfect. Oh, my God. How did you do that? It's, so what dear listener, ahead, it is gorgeous. I, I can't even say because I wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to even roll or but you know what he absolutely could stick his dick in there that is wide enough it is it is honestly dick shaped it's like a little it's like a little dick fried pastry so here the quick thing about cannoli is if you don't even dick know fried pastry. if you don't even well the funniest part of the whole thing if you don't even know what a cannoli is it's a piece of very very light wine sweetened dough that crisps and bubbles up when you deep fry it after it's been deep fried and cools it becomes a little round shell, a tube that you stuff with light flavored cream. So it's it's kind of like a donut, but it's very, very crunchy, closer to a croissant. Like it's very, very crunchy, crunchy. So, and then for a texture thing, you can fill that cream on the inside with mini chocolate chips or with some places they just do chocolate sprinkles or, and I would call them Jimmy's gang because I know I'm from Philadelphia, but we don't say that anymore because we figured out that's super racist. So chocolate sprinkles or... You can do chopped up pistachio. Oh my god! Which is what we're doing. So actually, I'm doing uh, it's me. So I'm doing all the above. So we're going to do at the Super Bowl. We're going to bring uh, make your own cannoli bar. So I'm bringing the the homemade cream in a couple of squirt in a couple of those big pastry tubes with the different piping tips on, and all of the shells that I'm continuing to fry on just giant platters, and then little bowls of you can dip your dick in it. Did you want it to have pistachios or chocolate sprinkles or so I didn't chocolate know chips. Wine sweetened dough. Mm-hmm. That's a. I. This is all news to me. I'm really glad I wasn't the one describing it. I would have been like, yeah, that's the same thing as the pasticella that we make at, at Christmas time. Is you use the wine to sometimes when you make a pie crust, you can make it with vinegar. Okay, and when you do that, it makes it a little bit flakier, bubblier. It's just one of these weirdy things that you put in. That it's chemistry. Once you've heard it, you're like, no, oh. Mm. So with these. Part of the dough, the reason is that it's got, it's very sweet, but it's also, it, it's not yeast, but it gives it a kind of a, an otherworldly tang, right? To keep with the dick reference. So you, you bite into it and you think, <laughs> you think there's something in the background and I don't care because I'm shoving this thing whole in my face. So that's how you make the dough and then roll it into the, roll it into a circle, just like you would a ravioli, but you wrap the circle over on itself. So a round circle becomes a kind of a pinched in the middle tube and that's where you get the classic shape if you really pick up a cannoli next time you go oh i see how that was a circle um can you tell me the diameter of the inside of your well it starts it starts with a it's way too small now that i look at it it's super way too small this would not be a satisfying thing and it's also way too delicate you crack the cannoli but because it's a four inch diameter circle but then that rolls when you hold it up next to this microphone it's smaller than the microphone so Uh, uh, uh. i so want Thanks for that gesture. Should I bite it? Should I bite it? 
I brought it here so I could bite it so you could hear it. I don't know if it's going to crack or not. I'm biting it. ASMR, begin. I'm biting it. I'm biting it. <laughs> mm, very fucking good. <laughs> I don't, uh, my mouth hit the table. I am both so jealous. My mouth is watering too. I'm so jealous that you're eating that cannoli number one. The sound good. was amazing. <laughs> and the moan afterwards was the best part. Oh my God. The cream that's getting ready to go in again. So it's, it's ricotta, which I hate saying it that way. It's ricotta. So it's, it's Italian cheese that you strain so it gets really thick and you flavor it with vanilla and a little bit of citron. So it's nice citrusy flavors, nice vanilla flavor. And then when you're all done and ready to put in there, you whip in some whipped cream. So after you got it really, really thick, then you make it very, very light. Ah, Super Bowl. So we're having that and chicken wings. Yeah, we're ordering. We have an order for 50 chicken wings for today. And wait, it gets worse because we order just flats. Do you ever I don't do know that? What that? No, I don't know what that is. What's a flat of chicken wings? I don't know what that is. Okay. It's the shape and not the size or – so we ordered the – we're ordering the wings. You know how the wings come in a an actual wing or yes. a little drumette? And I would say a drumette or I, I would say it exactly as you did, but if I meant a wing, I would mean like a bent one or a flat straight. Oh, is that why you call drumette a flat? Yes. I love no, you. No, a drumette – a drumette is not a flat. A drumette is is a drumette. So a flat and is the probably other half ones a are wing. flats. Oh, oh, is probably, the wing. Okay. So we don't like the drumettes here because they're all sinewy and 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 uh, they're hard to get through as far as chicken goes. <laughs> so we get just the other shape, which kind of changed our lives this year when we figured out we could order just the ones we like as opposed to both. Now, how do they? See- these are coming from Tony's, I'm sure. So how do how do they season these, and what are you doing? We're actually going to B Dubs this year. We're going to Buff <gasps> Buffalo Wild Wings what and. The- what? Why? What do they support? Are you going to ruin this for me? No, I can't <laughs> believe it. You just, you love that. I don't even know if it's called Tony's, but you used to always go to the same place and they would say, oh, they're so good and they're smoky, but also good and kind of this and that and the other. I'm just, I'm stunned. You Bring know, it. the other place I could have gotten them yesterday was the Amish Market who does <gasps> slamming wings. Yeah, but I didn't go. I didn't go. I saved my family like $8 million by not going. <laughs> You're welcome. And you You're know welcome. where those you know where those chickens came from too. So it's tough with the Amish market because they're like out back like, hey man, what's up? Ah! Mm, <laughs> you hear the screaming of the lambs. I mean <laughs> silence of the chickens or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, death. Farm fresh delicious. chicken. But then it bothers me that all of those wings, I could easily become hypothetically <laughs> a vegetarian. It's horrible. Do you know how many chickens we're killing? 25 chickens so that we could have 50 wings? Uh, more than that, really. But uh, you don't have to think about it in those terms. Yes, you're, it's a horrible mass machinery of death and destruction. Vegetarians, vegans, you're right, you're superior, all hail to you. Now, back to it. The difference is they're slaughtering these chickens regardless. I'm not saying like, so throw your hands up and eat them. I'm saying they're slaughtering them regardless. The wings are the byproduct. So what you're actually doing as a wing eater is being in a, you know, really, really way that's going to get me in a lot of trouble. In a Native American sense, you're, you're participating in the circle of life, right? You're eating the whole I'm eating bird. all the chicken? You're eating the, the part that others would, you know, this, you're like a beak eater. You're helping us because you're eating the wing that others would have just dropped on the floor in a bucket of wings. You are doing the Lord's work 
in eating that pallet of flats. And you should keep no it Lord's up. Word. You should keep it up. Buffalo Wild Wings was the first one to tell you. They're a nonprofit. I'm, I'm sure they would. <laughs> I'm sure they would be the first to tell me to keep it up. I did stop. I did. I, we we're stopping on the whole red meat side and we're, so, we're coming you. to a, Good, good, good. I can't, I can't make it because making it ugh, is so gross. And handling raw meat to me is, is very upsetting. Eating it, on the other hand, is a lot less upsetting, but I know somebody else handled it. And I, I mean, I, I could easily, I could never be vegan because, I mean, cheese. Mm-hmm. And don't mm-hmm. tell me nut cheese because That's all men gross. are sticking their nuts in cheese and I'm not eating that ever yeah. again. See, so. minute, see minute 30, see minute five, uh, fleshlight. We don't want to talk about nut cheese anymore. No. Oh, like all the, I'll, I'll do your almond milk. And then I hear a horrible story about what it's, how much water it takes to get almond milk and the horror that, look, instead of stop, just stop telling me what not to do. Tell me what to do. Like make a list of things that I should eat and I should do. And, and I will see if I tell you to go fuck yourself or I subscribe. You know, it's, it's, I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to try to be a better person. And I tell you that every episode, I'm trying to be better. You are, and you're better all the time. I think the difference with meat, the reason to slow down the consumption is to slow down the industry that produces it. And one small thing that you can do is back away from that industry by finding someone local to be your meat supplier and only working with them. We It's a weird connection, but we've got people here who are growing their own beef and supplying it. And once a year, they come around and say, here's how we can buy it. Now, I don't do all of that stuff, but they also supply some of the stores. So you can do things that are local. And that's, you can also reduce the amount that you eat. So instead of having meat for your main meal every single day, make it every other day. Make it once every three days. Make it, you know, once every four days with maybe chicken. You know, just just change it up so that it's not every single meal, every single day, all the fucking time. The, the hardest part about this thing is knowing that anything that we do a little of is just a drop in the bucket. And the only way that I can get my head around it is if everybody puts a drop in the bucket, then the bucket's full. So just do the little bit that you can and encourage other people to do a little and then let the fuss, the rest of the shit roll off your back. You can only do what you can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, eat the meat. I eat the meat. Y- yeah. So you're, I guess what I'm struggling with is your theory of they're killing the chickens anyway because I am – I'm hugely against the puppy mill. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the pet stores get their puppies from puppy mills. And if you continue to, well, the, he's in the pet store anyway. So I ha- I'm going to save this dog. Well, you're really not saving him because you're buying from a puppy mill and that store will replace that puppy with another puppy from that mill. Just to keep it in the realm of the chickens. What I was really suggesting to you is you've already decided. I'm a hero. Well, you've already decided you're eating these chickens. You're going to eat this for dinner. And, you know, that's a part of our culture. It's been a part of your entire life. And it's baked into our economy and everything else. And I don't necessarily see anything wrong with eating a chicken. So knowing all of that, if there is any silver lining to commercially purchasing chicken wings, it's that the highest form of waste and, and you know, loss would come from no one eating these wings. There's that. I don't, by any stretch of the imagination, say, you know, well, let's all go out and eat more chicken wings because, you know, then they won't kill chickens it's, or they're going to slaughter them for the breast anyway. It's not, it's not about that. 
you know, if you, if you're thinking about it to that degree and it's really giving you some agita, go and there's local chicken produce. You get local eggs. You can get all that yeah. local business. Half the time you're getting it anyway. If you really le- read the labels in your market, your national chain supermarket, they're going to have printed right on there, sourced from, you know, Bingo Bango, city next door, right. local. city three yep. hours away, or Uganda. Like they're going to put places where your food is coming from, pick one that's closer to you. And then you're supporting lots of things. And, and baby step your way into doing what feels right for you and your family in terms of what you eat. I'm, I'm a chicken eater. I'll tell you right now, I'm not sourcing my meat from Uganda. Stuart once bought an eighth of a cow. We had an eighth of yeah. a cow in our body freezer. And I thought, yeah. what are you doing? I can't with you and that cow. And then the power went out and that freezer. Well, yeah. we've already heard from him last week making, you know, advanced green drink. You just, what are you doing? I need you to You were horrified him. by his advanced eggs. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. No, <laughs> not doing that. He no. never got sick either. Yeah, that's what he says. The other thing I watched um, on Netflix was the Aaron Hernandez story. Did you re- did you see that? No. Tell me about it. Well, he was a patriot, a New England patriot, and he. <laughs> oh wait a minute, ki- that's a different thing. Okay. He killed a couple of people. At- he was not that kind of patriot. Oh wow! My kid- this keeps the whole time. And he then he a, played he a, a winning patriot. season. He's a patriot. Amy thinks, oh great. Oh no, he's a New England patriot. Oh, he's a footballer. No, wait, he's a murderer, New England Patriots. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay, so, now I hate So him. basically, he killed lots of people because, <laughs> well, two, three, So he's like Michael four. Vick, but worse. Mm, is it worse? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I, yes, in the hierarchy, in the in hierarchy of needs, human life. Yeah, Maslow would be thrilled with you right now and how you threw that out there. Look, I'm just telling you, sharing something else I saw that I enjoyed in a strange way on Netflix. See that. All right, non sequitur. Sorry about that. But did he lose his job? Like, why did you love it? He's a horrible person, it sounds like. I liked it because the way it flesh lighted out, the way it fleshed out was uh, flesh lit, sorry. The way it flesh lit out was, was he, you get to, <laughs> in this special, you learn more about him. But it turns out a lot of what happened with him is because he played football and had wild brain damage. And oh, he, so the, the, yeah, we Spoiler it. alert. Um, but there's more to it. Yeah. Kind of. Football is making murderers or it's making super hostile. So today, as we watch the Stuper Bowl, at, or as I say, commercial uh, award ceremony <laughs> for me, because no team I care about is playing. So yay. Is there um, ever it's, a team it's that you care about? Would you really ever watch the game? Do you, Are you ever in it that, yes. to that degree? Really? I used to be. Yeah, I used to be. I was a huge Giants fan, and it was a pleasure to watch them play and win and play and win and play and win. And then it's the same thing. I told you last time, my kids have had only winning seasons to remember, and now they're like, what's going on with the Philadelphia team? right. That's right. Right. And New York had it because you get what you pay for, and they overbought (laughs) when it came to the Yankees, and it was was a good time. Hey, Amy. Hey, what? I, I have a question for you. Okay. To whom are you accountable? Oh, shit. Others first, then myself. Was that the right answer? No, the right answer is your answer. I'm sure God's number one. What up? But he, he's very forgiving, and I'm usually not doing a good job. So he's, he's right along. Not my number right, one. Right in there with me, too, which is like. He's not in my top five. Um, <laughs> or she's not in my top. She's not in my top ten. So who's everyone else? Everyone else. No, I've just, I'm learning this about myself in my daily failing struggle to try and improve incrementally and become slightly better. 
the expectations of when, when a goal is set, right? When, um, achievement to be unlocked, right? Is in the offing. I like how you put it in game mode. It's much easier for me to remain focused on the goal when I have someone else who is expecting me to get there within a certain time frame. Now I say that if I am asked or told to do something, I will never do it. And I will make sure that everything that you've ever asked for or told me to do will fail. So, I mean, it's not the kind of thing where someone can say, hey, Amy, I want you to be a millionaire. Go do it. I'd be like, I'm going to live in a van. Bring it. <laughs> and you're living in a van too. Ha-ha! I'm taking you down yes, with me. Yes, I can't. I can't. So, it's like once I've bought into it, I somehow abdicate all of my accountability, responsibility to that other person. And I don't do it in a way. I, it's like a, it's a very weird little chaotic thing. And I guess I'm talking about in the form of health. That's the easiest one, right? I know and have known for a long time, this train is off the rails. It's not going <laughs> to reach its destination, right? But when somebody else says, uh, you need to do this, you need to do it right away. And uh, I know that you can do it. And I'm going to be here every morning at 530 waiting for you. That's accountability right there. That's another human that if you don't show up, they know it's, it's, I'm missing that accountability. And you get that little text and the photograph on the, the feed that everybody can see in the group that I joined, raising my own damn hand with a big picture of the empty gym and, you know, the trainer standing there looking like, where is Amy at? And a picture of the camera on the clock, which she's never, ever once done that. But that's how it, that's how it feels. It feels in my heart that way if I don't go. Even to the point where I would say, I'm going on vacation. I'm going on a work trip. I'm not going to be here in a week and a half. I won't be here for two straight days. And she's like, okay. And part of it I know is her also looking at me like, and your name is? Like, it was just the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> I'm in a group fucking Have class. We met? Yes, but somehow I've like fixated on this group instructor, this group leader as, you know, you are the inner workings of my conscience and my soul. I like that she's created a place where you do feel accountable. You do feel, I have no accountability. <laughs> oh, that's such poor shit. Uh, sing, I am to my sing, kids. Sing your failing song and then I will tell you how you are wrong. Go. Okay. I am to my kids. I need to feed them. I need to push them. I'm accountable when it comes to Stuart to some degree. I mean, we can't live in, in no underpants and clothes. But when it comes to me and your health and, and the whole thing you just talked about, I, every year I put on X number of pounds and then I do something to rid myself of those pounds. Last year, two years ago, it was crazy. I lost 15 pounds because I was going away and I, I got to numbers. I'm getting to numbers again that are shocking to me and my eyeballs when they see the scale. So What's, I mean, I have back pain. I'm sitting uncomfortably right now. Every position, I can't find a spot. I have excuses for not doing things. I would, I can't even do a sit up because of my back. So, how could I possibly pass me a cannoli? How could I possibly get in, lose those pounds again? How could I try and do if all I have, if I can't even sit comfortably or stand comfortably or if I'm, I'm spiraling right now and I don't know how to get out of it because I want the accountability. I want, I don't want it to be anybody I love. Like I, w I could use that person in a random class. I can't raise my hand and join a group because I'm not a joiner that way. 
But I just got annoyed when my PT guy, I'm not signed, I didn't have any more things on the calendar. And I just got a text from PT that said, see you tomorrow morning at nine. And I thought, wait a minute, I don't have an appointment with you tomorrow morning at nine. Yeah. And he signed me up and I was like, wait a minute, because that's going to the gym. He has me planking. He has me like working out pretty much after he pulls up my shirt and pulls my, lowers my waistband. Oh my stars. And puts cream all over my back. And then why do you forget to go to this? Why? I don't understand. This is better than Outlander. After he heats me up and <laughs> massages me. No, he does. He puts a heating pad on me for 10 minutes and then he massages and puts pressure. Then he makes me work out. He's like, oh. I want these squats here. I want this plank there. Here a plank, there a plank, so everywhere a, a plank, plank. Yeah. Yeah. That's what well, you gives you the blue that's balls yeah, of PT. And I do have a big blue ball that I lean on <laughs> with my back against the wall and I do my squats. I do squats that way too. So my back remains in a certain position, whatever. But my PT, he's like the only person, but I don't want to pay the person to whom I'm accountable. Yeah, I guess I I would have to. Nobody gives a shit about me enough to hold me accountable, right? You're so full of shit. It's just charming. Let's, I'm going to unpack your box. I love it. It's fantastic. Outside Melissa's box. Ding. So there's so, there's so much bullshit in here. It's just delicious. So I don't believe that your challenge is one of accountability. We'll, we'll start there because that's where you started. No, not in the slightest. This is not it then. We're going to focus on, you think it's accountability. So let's talk about accountability. Well, who's going to stop me from eating the cookies I baked because we had a big bucket of Toll House thing that Stuart got at Costco. And I was like, who the fuck is going to eat this big bucket? All right, I'll start making them. And then they're like calling me. Look how responsible you are. You take all the responsibility for eating the cookies. You're a wonderful leader of the household. You're leading the way. You're showing others. This is what you do with cookies. You eat them. Right. And this is what you do with extra weight that they give you. Follow me to fitness. Follow me. Yeah, people have followed me and then wound up in a 12-step program. It's not I mean, about accountability. Gang, I feel like we you just need to get a little bit of a visual. So, And don't say anything about this, Melissa, because these are facts that I'm about to say. They're absolute, irrefutable facts. You said it last time. No, I'm, I'm like gonna, a reed that if I fold in half, I shatter and splinter right, everywhere. And I'm, I'm going to say something else that you're going to go, Rrr. I am morbidly obese. So I know, yes, it's just the- Is that the, true? Yes, of course. So, yeah, Absolutely. You are not, and the big part of what you're dealing with that I see from the outside as your lovey-dovey friend is twofold. Number one, athleticism in you, maybe, <laughs> maybe not BFF, right? There's just maybe not. Like, you're athletic we used to be adjacent. fairly acquainted, right? Do you know no. what? You're athletic adjacent. I think I mentioned it before, you know, one of my favorite advertisements was for Puma when the guy was like wearing all the Puma gear and he's using the Olympic torch to light a cigarette. I'm like, that's Puma. That's you. You're athletic adjacent. I'm Puma. <laughs> it's like, I am down with cheering for this team past the weed, right? That's <laughs> I am Puma. That's Puma. Okay. So you're athletic adjacent. Great. And number two, you are unaccustomed to questioning the scale. You are thin as a reed, blonde, gorgeous, affluent, Charming. What do you mean lovely by questioning in the heart, the, the soul, and the body, and the mind? You, you, what size pants do you wear? Zero? If it gets to be like a size one, that's when the numbers no. are like, no. here's the what thing. What do you mean by questioning the scale? You, you are lean, attractive. I love you. Tall. So. These are facts. That's irrefutable. Thank you. 
I'll take the love, but it's also because I know how to look at you, right? So I appear pregnant in, in. No, 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 no. I know that I know that you're you like to wear shirts that accentuate your banging legs and you know cover you know it's a long flowy shirt, right? Great, bingo. Who cares? We all have parts of us that we think I wish this was a little bit better. You are very, very lean and long. So just like when we were talking about you were making fun of me for putting makeup on my eyebrows, which I do. Spoiler alert. Because my eyebrows are now gray. They used to be dark as night, like the rest of me. And all of a sudden, where the fuck my eyebrows at? So yeah, I have to put this. <laughs> so you're like, what are you doing with these stupid eyebrows? Why, who cares about their fucking eyebrows? So in reverse to you, right? You've never had to think about any of this stuff because you thin. So now when the scale magically goes, mm, I'm going to put another ounce on this bitch. All of a sudden, your brain is like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Gray eyebrows, gray eyebrows. Right. So you're in this, Do you're in this, you're in it. this territory where you're like, what the fuck is this? As a morbidly obese person, my scale goes up so far and so far in every single possible direction. It, it's never the same, right? You know, drama Obama, you're used to shit being about the same all the time. Same suits from 10 years ago. All the time. All the time. So when that changes, it can feel, I would imagine, like somebody took the staircase and suddenly like they do in the cartoons, it went Zoop! and now it's a slide. Right. You're not even on the street. You're like, yes. what the fuck? <laughs> right. Okay. So it's, it's a very big deal. And your response to it is now I'm going to be all up on team athletics. Right. That's not your team. You can. That's you, not my team. You're, you're on the team. my team. You're on the team though. You're, you're on the team. You're doing great. You're super doing great. And you might decide that I'm going to be the fucking top scorer on team athletics. Or you might decide I'm, I'm, I'm over here and eating my chicken flats and I'm going to be just. Everybody's oh, gonna chicken be, flats. So. Yeah. You are saying accountability when I think what you're really trying to figure out is, what do I desire? What do I desire? You've got back pain. I think it is in zero way attributable to the scale in your case. I have so many conditions that are aggravated by my weight. I know and have been told by multiple professionals, lose the weight. You're going to feel better. Before you even talk about it, you're going to look better, you're going to live better, you're going to better, better. In your case, I don't hear anyone saying to you, I think you need to lose 14 ounces, and that's going to make your bulging back disc not so hurdy, hurdy, birdy. No, they're not saying any, any of that kind of shit. So the, the weight and the pain I don't see is related. So this might come down to, I don't want to fucking go to this PT. I just want the back rugs. How do I get... How do I get my PT yeah. professional to look at Same me with those, with those starry eyes and those wonderful fingers and lift my shirt and then magically I don't have to sit up? Same price for hand and stone. No, I would like to live longer and I would like to – I'm like planning all this stuff for the kids' colleges, jizz, and uh, <laughs> I'd like to be able to reap the benefits of the jizzes. So <laughs> <laughs> Why is everything about jizz? I don't know, but Stuart always says, I have to go do the garbages. <laughs> it always makes me giggle. Yeah, <laughs> it's the recycling geez. in the garbage, but he says garbages, and I love it. <laughs> I don't know Stuart, why I love it. One more reason I love you, Stu. <laughs> um, I want to live. Well, he's, you're going to live. He's a bad influence Oh, my God. He's, he's doing Atkins. No, wrong. He's doing keto right now, he's, and he's only eating meat. He's dumb. He's really dumb. And here's and the eggs. reason that he's super, super fucking dumb. Right? He's another one that's like 9,000 feet tall and he's fit, right? Nobody looks at Stuart and pays attention to, you know, are you 14 ounces heavy or light or whatever? But he's, he's so up in this health bag that he's 
ding, 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 ding. And he is the quintessential pendulum swinger, right? He will push that yeah. motherfucker as far as it's going to go. Swing it. It's like the, it's like the ball on the stick and it's like tetherball, right? I'm going to knock that shit. And guess what? It swings all the way back around and knocks him on his ass. So we're back to doing keto at bags of hard-boiled eggs. He can do it, though. He can do it. And then in a couple of months, we'll be having, you know, many, many beers on a boat floating in the ocean and rah, 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 boom, da, and then the ball swings back and now we're back to push-ups and, you know, I don't even know what, keto. Miss Top. You don't right, need, so you I don't, don't want to compare to myself stuff. to anyone else. I want to compare myself do. to me. Is that what you're saying? Be the best no, me no, no, I no. can be? Not at all. I say he's a bad influence because he no. he's a doctor, because he has access and knowledge of all the latest, greatest whatevs, and because he is always working on himself like a project because he can't be fucking stopped. He's not normal. You already know he's not fucking normal. He's too fucking nice. Don't pay attention to what he's doing. Don't let him... Crush your vibe. You're Puma, baby. Everybody wants to be Puma. You're a fucking cougar. That's all in the animal kingdom. To... <laughs> no, it's everyone my... wants to take the Olympic torch and light their weed. You're That's just, the way you're, to do you're, it. You're hot and you're cool and everything is. Fit. Look at you. You're just a walking dichotomy. My point to you is this: weight is not an issue for you. So if weight feels like an issue to you, I would say to you, gray eyebrows. Think about it. Something has changed and you can decide my eyebrows is gray. So I'm going to color them permanently or I'm going to walk around with gray eyebrows or some third option that Amy don't fucking have because she's not very smart. So I'm just, something has changed. You're, you're starting to my younger friend. You're starting to, yeah, yeah. You're starting to realize it's not the same. We're human burns and we don't get older. So has this podcast turned into like these two aging bitches? Is that what's happening right well, now? What do you want? We can start with the jizz porn and the audio ear ear. That's wax. true. We did talk about sticking your dick in anything. So what? You know what? So now you get to hear about midlife uh, problems. Yes. Yeah. That's the price you pay for porn. No right. porn is free. No. I'm going to try not to do it again. No porn is truly free. No, I <laughs> this think, is the I price people, you pay. I think people really do go through what you're going through. I think we all go through it at every single age. I would venture to say that the older you get, the more intense it feels when you have minor changes in your body because there's theoretically less time to react, right? Well, there's also our ability to come back from things. Like I took a fall down the stairs when I was 19, I slid down like that slide from stairs to slide. Guess what? 1920, you heal. It's going to take a couple of days. You do that in your 30s. It's going to take a couple of weeks. You do that in your 40s slash maybe even 50s. You're fucked, dude. Yeah, you're, you're like maybe you're, it's going to take six months before you're like, oh, I guess it doesn't hurt all day, every day anymore. Right. If you can get there and 60, 70, you broke it. Yeah. You need to replace it and fix it. And I mean, and I guess I'm at the first time yeah, that's it. where that fall down the stairs doesn't recover the way it used to. I'm not recovering the way I used to. And it's frustrating. And I, I, I'm happy to age gracefully, but I don't feel any grace in not recovering well, I don't feel any grace in that. I will, and when I say, and when I say aging gracefully, I want to be super clear. If I had gray eyebrows, I would dye them. And you know that, <laughs> and you know that because I am a blonde-haired girl who probably. 
probably would be full-on gray by now if I let it go, number one. Number two, I have experimented, should I leave it there? No, with baby Botox where I I have in- injected into my face at times. I, I don't really do filler because uh, my face is full enough. Um, but I, I have paralyzed some nerves in my face to get a flat forehead. Um, I'm trying and- to tell you, it's you're fucking gorgeous. You don't have anything. It's, it's the realization that shit takes longer to repair. And I also have news for you. When you fell down the steps at 19, you were a million times bitchier than you are now. Nobody likes being hurt. Nobody likes being incapacitated, even for a blink. You just forget because when you were 19, you were also pissed because you couldn't go drinking as heavy or whatevering as heavy that weekend. And so you remember, you don't remember it in the same way. It is always fucking awful to have your body fail you. That's just fucking truth. And the older that you get, it doesn't get any easier. It just, you have this added pressure of, what the fuck now? I don't even know what the fuck this is. Is this a big deal? Is this a word with a, with, we only pronounce with the first letter? Like, what is this? I don't want it. So it's all. Yeah. Yeah, and what what is this? And oh my God, how long is this going to take to recover? And am I going to recover? Or God help you if you use the phrase, this is the new normal, because... That's just kicking the teeth. That's, that's you know what, I, I don't want this to be the new normal. What can I do? And Botox and hair color is not going to fix back pain. And it's not going to fix the nice little winter belly I've put on just to make sure... Who knows when my next meal is coming? It might... Ooh, I did hear that there is going to be an Arctic frost winter thing from February 15th to, they said 29th. Is this a leap year? I don't, yes, it is. <laughs> okay, so to the 29th, I'm like, is, are they a dope or is it a leap year? I'm going to go with leap year. Um, so we're going to get all the really cold snow and weather that we haven't gotten yet this so year. So you needed that nice little layer of suet. So I'm harboring this blubber for a reason. I'm harboring it for when I can't leave the house and my kids are starving and I say, no, I'm all right. I'm all right. You it's can have the last piece of bread. It's a perfect little pillow for Stuart to rest his head and the two of you can watch some some uh, Outlander porn. It's going to be great. Banshee. Banshee, 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 <laughs> banshee, do it. Banshee. Do it. Hey, dear listener, I want to hear if your body is failing you at any point. What's different in your life as you age? Please share with us your frustrations with yourself and your and your, your body and your life. Not too much. I mean, you know. Well, and we do love it. And we hear from you all the time. And we're so excited. And we're hearing more of you all the time. We've heard some wonderful glowing praise from Annie in Maine. And from Anya in New York, and from Marnie in California, and from all the other You're my people. My magic mirror. Who what I don't even know. Ca- what? Yes, I don't even what know where they live. <laughs> the magic garden. This is the magic garden. And through my magic mirror, I see. I, I honestly see. think Anya's in Denver. Forever? Yeah, she moved to Denver. She's um she's a massage therapist out there. So she's mobile. All she needs is her table and her paws. Bring it. Maybe she could come to my PT. Anya, come on. It's time. It's time. I'll come to you. We got some cannolis in it for you. Oh, my God. I can't believe watching you eat that and listening to you. I'm going to have to listen back again and again. I'm so super gross. I bet it's really, really gross. Crackle. No, it was amazing. (laughs) Um, Dear listener, please find us on Instagram and Facebook and our Facebook group page. And that's uh, Listen Brilliant or Brill Ob's Pod groupie page Uh, we'd love to hear from you or write us an email because boy do we read the shit out of that we are you can find us or write us brilliant observations at gmail.com 
and to get you on that email. And we love you. Thank you for listening. And thank you for sharing. And don't lie, we know you did share because our subscribers, our numbers are going up, my friends. And literally nothing other than getting our children into college makes us happier than our subscribing numbers going up. So that's the order. College admissions, subscriber numbers. That's it. One and two. Do you see how important you are? You're you're, You're number two. You're another one you're doing. Dear listeners, you're number two. We love you. (laughs) 